Hey there Keto fam, my name is Keto Christina and this is the Keto 360 podcast. To date I have lost over 100 pounds on the ketogenic diet and I want to bring my knowledge and experience of how life-changing this way of eating is to you. Each week we will discuss all things keto as well as health and lifestyle topics or anything that I believe can help you on your journey. So please join me by subscribing to the podcast and leaving a review on iTunes. Let's get the show started. Land. Welcome back to episode 11 of the Keto 360 podcast. I hope you're all doing well today. I had a really busy weekend, which I'm going to talk about later on in the podcast, where I attended a keto meetup slash dinner in Italy, which was really fantastic. But I will talk about that later in the podcast. So this week's comment of the week uh, comes from YouTube and it's in response to a video I did called the evolution of eating how my keto meals have changed how my keto food has changed and I was talking in this video about how the content of my meals has changed and how the amount of vegetables that I'm eating has decreased exponentially really since I started when I started keto I ate a lot of vegetables and now through a process of elimination due to gastric issues or just generally feeling unwell after them I have really reduced my vegetable intake and during that video, I was saying that um, meat tends to be quite flavorful by itself and tends not to need any added flavorings, maybe a bit of salt and pepper and that's it. So this comment is from Gina and she said, I actually completely disagree with you. We cook pretty much all our meat in something, otherwise it's gross. I eat vegetables all the time with nothing on them and love them. Plus, we usually put our meat with sauce on top of it, cooking in a marinade or butter or lemon, etc., like ketchup and mayo. I don't know many people that put plain meat into the oven and eat it like that with nothing. Anyway, not so serious, just different tastes. And yes, I completely agree. And, and I'm absolutely open to peop- other people's interpretation of what I say and other people's opinions because we're all different. But I think that there's a very key point here that, that might be missing. I talked about a book a couple of weeks ago that I had read called The Dorito Effect. And how the flavour in our food has gone drastically down in the last 40 and 50 years. And meat is one of the main foods that has lost flavour. So actually what you're getting there Gina is the product of industrial farming. The chickens have no taste. The, The beef has no taste. It's just because of the way industrial farming has evolved. If you get a piece of beef from uh, grass-fed cows that have been grass-finished, have had access to open pasture, have walked around their entire lives, that piece of beef is going to taste completely different to a piece of beef that comes from a mega farm with 20,000 animals that are standing around in their own feces all day and eating grains. The meat is obviously going to taste completely different. So there is that variable as well to add to that. But then again, some people just don't like the taste of meat by itself and will always add flavorings to it. And that's fine, whatever works for you. For me, I find that vegetables by themselves don't taste so good. Meat by itself tastes much better. 
Okay, so on to the main topic of today's podcast, which is the keto meetup that I went to this weekend in Bergamo. Bergamo is a beautiful town northeast of Milan, and we drove there. It took us about three and a half hours, but we did stop for lunch, so add on another couple of hours for sitting in the restaurant enjoying a nice meal. I was invited to this keto dinner by the lovely Daniela from Manjo Keto Ama, which is Eat Keto Love. She also invited Barbara from LCHF Italian. Now I will put the links to both their Instagram feeds in the show notes. So these girls have completely different keto stories. Daniela started on keto to take back her health and uh, just improve her general well-being. Barbara started keto as her daughter has a glycogen storage disease and she discovered that keto is probably one of the best treatments for this ailment and she was telling us during the meal that her daughter had been in a wheelchair at her worst and after just three days on keto she was out of the wheelchair it's absolutely amazing how quickly she recovered from this because her body switched fields quite quickly because she couldn't access the glycogen and and that's that's the whole crux of the disease is that you're not able to access glycogen because you can't store it so her body was craving a source of fuel so keto was perfect for her and barbara was also explaining to us that unfortunately she's the only child being treated by a ketogenic diet and the uh, the reason for that is that first of all barbara is fortunate that she lives in sweden where they are quite aware of low carb and keto and the benefits of a low carbohydrate diet i think she told me 40 percent of the population of sweden is low carb i may have got that wrong but um it's something that high it's really high it's a really high percentage and then therefore the doctors are very aware of it so they are quicker to consider it as a form of treatment. Now, she did tell us that she had to sign a waiver that the doctors wouldn't be held responsible before her daughter started. And she was also telling me that out of all the children who are suffering with this disease worldwide, Letizia, her daughter, is the only one who is being treated with a ketogenic diet. And the rest of the children are still in the grip of the disease despite Letizia having completely transformed her life having gotten out of a wheelchair by just applying ketogenic diet as a treatment for this. So we were talking about the issues with doctors and I shared my own story about the doctor not wanting to treat my thyroid symptoms and it just brought back to me the importance of us being our own medical advocates you know where we need to do the research ourselves we need to understand exactly what is going on with us and how the best way to treat it is and if your doctor won't entertain you just find a new one and just keep going until you find a doctor that will support you when you need it if barbara had not done this her daughter would still be in a wheelchair and that just blows my mind that something as simple as changing what the child eats meant that she didn't have to face life in a wheelchair and it really angers me that doctors worldwide are afraid to step out of the box that they've been put in and say to the powers that be 
that this is a legitimate form of treatment for this illness and for many illnesses, not just this glycogen storage disease. We've got type 2 diabetes, polycystic ovarian syndrome, cancer. It's just dogma repeated and an echo of a lie that was told in the 50s and 60s that has kept echoing on down through the generations of doctors coming out of medical school. So the more we talk about this, the better, the more we get that information out there, the better, because the way that this is going to change is for us taking control of our own health. So we had a fully keto meal. It ended up being six courses instead of three. They had initially thought that they would have a choice. So two starters, two main, two dessert. But instead they gave us a, a taste of everything. And it was superb. We even had keto bread uh, for uh, for mopping up the soup and, and the broth. And it was really delicious. I will be doing a blog post detailing exactly what we ate. And how the chef made the meals but it was really delicious and, and for me it was kind of a glimpse into an ideal future where you go into any restaurant and you can pick anything on the menu and know that it's either low carb or keto and that's the dream. So into the next segment. This week I am reading once again The Big Fat Surprise by Nina Tachos. Uh, I did read it when I started keto first almost three years ago now so I really wanted to refresh it. So I started it last weekend. It's still shocking to me how fat was vilified in the scientific community. How the studies that showed evidence to the exact contrary of what the likes of Ansel Keys was saying was just shocking. Nothing was ever able to prove it, yet it became mainstream because it was repeated again and again. And because Ansel Keys was the kind of strong-willed, determined, forceful man that he was, meant that his ideas were taken on as fact, even though they almost always showed the opposite. And even with the studies that, that on the surface looked like they confirmed what Ansel Keys was saying about fat-causing heart disease, when you looked at the actual studies, they couldn't stand up under the weight. And it was like, as Nina says... In the book, it was like finding the foundations of a house were made on sand. And it's shocking, absolutely shocking that it was allowed to continue the way it was. And people who came out against the the diet heart hypothesis were actually bullied into submission. They lost research grants. They some lost even jobs and their career lay in ruins around them because they dared to speak out against this hypothesis. So it's something that everybody should read, I, I believe, to see where our health guidelines come from. Because every time one of these guidelines is released or there's a new article on the dangers of this and the dangers of that, when you look at the actual study that, that it's based on, nine times out of ten, it doesn't actually prove the thing that they are claiming, which is scary, for one, because they are just basically using us to experiment on. And secondly, it means that we need to learn to critically look at these things so that we know who we can and cannot trust. It's definitely something that um, I'm glad I, I am aware of and that I can look critically at these things because it's something that I had never learned to do before. 
So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode of the Keto 360 podcast. Have a wonderful week and I will speak to you again next time. You've been listening to the Keto 360 podcast. You can support me by visiting Patreon and joining the community there. If you would rather just buy me a coffee, I'll leave the link below. Thank you very much for listening and don't forget to subscribe and leave a nice review for us on iTunes.